Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use code DNVR, new customers can make any $5 NBA money NBA pregame Moneyline bet this week and get $150 in free bets if your team wins. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome to another winter meetings edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast. I'm Susie Hunter. Joining me, my fellow Sagittarius, Spencer Smith. How are you doing? It's birthday month in the uh, DNVR office. I'm doing great. (laughs) Thank you uh, for having me on. I mean, I mean, I enjoy coming on with you and talking baseball. You've been way overdue too to come back on this show. We've needed to. We've needed your presence. Oh, I appreciate. It's that. good to be. It's good to have you back. I bring good vibes. You I bring feel like good I'm vibes. a good vibe person. You bring a good balance too, because there's two types of people in this world. There's tons of stickers on the laptop people, and there's no stickers on the laptop people. So we balance each other. We balance, balance each, each other, other out. out. Okay, and that's good. I love we that. need that. We need that. Um. Uh, We also need to talk about some baseball because we've got some, we've got a lot on the plate today. We've got a Rockies trade to talk about. We've got to talk about how the Cody Bellinger dream is over. And we finally got the final verdict on Aaron Judge. Did he do it all for the bit? But let's start with the Rockies who actually did one thing. They did one thing. The Rockies actually made a trade and said goodbye to right-handed reliever Chad Smith. What do you know about Chad Smith? (laughs) I know that uh, he had approximately a seven and a half ERA last year. So uh, usually anyone in the Rockies bullpen not named Daniel Bard, I, I could care less for, unfortunately. You got to remember Tyler Kinley. Yes, I do. Like, well, he was hurt most of he the year. He was end. hurt yeah, most like, of last year. He's kind of out of sight, out of mind for me. Just oh, like uh, yeah. who it wasn't there another guy that got hurt early in the year that had a great 2021. Or maybe it was Kin- maybe it was Kinley that I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. He played like five to ten games this year, mm-hmm. this past season, and then got hurt. But yeah, the, the the bullpen area is is an area I try not to think about too much. So <laughs> a lot of the players, I'm like, oh, cool, this guy's pitching for us again. I like the out of sight, out of mind thing. I'm definitely the same way. Is it a Sagittarius trait? I don't know. This is also an astrology podcast. Um, but yeah, the Rockies in exchange for Chad Smith are getting right-handed pitcher Jeff Criswell from the Oakland Athletics. So yeah, the Rockies now have 38 players on their 40-man roster. There we go. They're they're filling it out. There, yeah. We well, they lost the now two bullpen members mm-hmm. from the 2022 roster are gone. Yes, I will miss. I'll miss Esty. R.I.P. Dead to me now. No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, like I'm sad. Like he wasn't what we thought he was going to be. But mm-hmm. four years ago, I think he had a uh, I want to say like a 19 pitch save. It was all fastballs. He like struck out three dudes, and I rem- I like it stuck in my mind clearly. Oh my gosh, and. I remember being like, this is the future. This guy yeah. is the future closer for the Rockies. Ended up having like a really bad 20, either 2019 or 2020. The years all crammed together with COVID. They and kind ha- you of know, do. Like, I don't yeah. remember what year it was. It, last year I can remember clearly is like 2019. But I thought he was the closer of the future. Turns out it's not that way. Guaranteed he goes to the Los Angeles Angels and has a roughly two to three ERA and probably you know 12 to 15 holds like he'll be solid he'll be like, solid of course that's, how it, that's how it works uh but it's the angels so so they'll still they'll <laughs> so, win 75 games and so it doesn't yeah, matter yeah exactly um okay 
<clears throat> we got to move on and talk about Cody, Cody Bellinger just a little bit because Cody Bellinger, the big breaking news yesterday, Cody Bellinger is not a Colorado Rocky. He is, in fact, a Chicago Cub. How annoying. Uh, that is really annoying. And he, Bellinger is one of those signings to me like where if the Rockies would have gone really after him, he I think he hit like a really like 180 last year or something really bad. I, I saw it somewhere. I think overall, though, he would have been, he's a ticket play. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. I, I the Rockies do make those. Mm-hmm. Like Chris Bryant, I argued till the death that Nolan Arenado was better than Chris Bryant. The second Chris Bryant became a Rocky, I argued that Chris <laughs> Bryant was better than Nolan Arenado. That's just how I am with my homerism and my teams. Yes, but you have to. You have to Stockholm was, Syndrome yourself into being like, no, this is the best possible decision. Exactly. And granted, he was hurt all year, but I, I think that was more of a ticket play. So I, see, I think the Rockies will make moves like this even though it necessarily doesn't help their baseball team on the surface level or on the field, but like it gets, they, they do enough to keep the people interested. Yeah. And, and I think now with, you know, we've called them, we've called it bad for years, but there, there are some prospects that are worth watching. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're going to get quote unquote bailed out by those guys. Yeah. I, that's how I think of it too, because I feel like, okay, if the window's going to open, it's going to open when like, you know, Venus coming through and when we've got Tolia and Tovar all on the field together. Like that's when like the window is going to start cracking open. So like, there's no point. There's no point doing anything now. No. Yeah. What are we even doing now? It, it would have been Let's fun. Just though. Coast. He, he would have hit some absolute moonshots. <laughs> it would have been really fun. Yeah. It would have been an absolute blast. Um, but yeah, Cody Bellinger, one year deal, $17.5 million with the Cubs. We're going to get more on that later from the all city gang out in San Diego, <laughs> out at winter meetings, but we got to talk about the man of the day. You know who I'm talking about. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. What a whirlwind this has been for the past couple of months. And finally, we know that he has signed a nine-year, $360 million deal with the Yankees. So you don't need to check on your Yankees fan friends if you have any. My wife likes the Yankees. What? My wife likes the Yankees and her mom. No, why? Yeah, they, she, her mom grew up a Yankees fan and kind of like instilled that into into her. Oh no! I know I hate it. Oh I, my gosh! I I, I I chirp them enough, and I you love chirp them. every okay, year they good. don't win the World Series. It's I'm in their ear. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I'm happy you're doing God's work out there. Um, the Yankees fans, though, yeah, they don't have to. They don't have. They were they were crumbling online. They were crumbling. They don't have to anymore because he is going back to. Back to his team. Back to those pinstripes. But the news cycle yesterday was absolutely chaotic. And that kind of kicked off with John Heymond tweeting, arson judge to the Yankees, which is a hilarious way to break the wrong news. <laughs> it's just like too much. Was it a, was it a typo? It, I, I believe, it, you know what, unless Aaron has a brother named Arson, which would be actually pretty lit. No pun intended. Oh, good um, one. It's a pretty hot stove move there. That is, oh, my God. The stove is literally so hot. <laughs> it's, it's on fire. Um, John Morosi has been reporting that it appears that Aaron Judge turned down higher offers elsewhere because he wanted to remain a Yankee. So then my question is, what was all of this for? What was all of this for? I can think of 130 million reasons what this was for. <laughs> Uh, no, and as much as I, I do respect Aaron Judge's game, the fact that he's a Yankee does suck, but 
I think it's I always like when a player quote unquote bets on themselves mm-hmm. has the, the season he had. I won't get into the actual MLB records because he didn't set any. Um, but the <laughs> the fact that he bet on himself, had that great of a season and, and ended up making even more money at the end of it. You know, maybe the little tours around different cities got the Yankees thinking, you know, what life like would be would be like without him. And. Mm-hmm. They uh, shelled out more money, just more money. Like his, the raise he got is more than like two or three entire teams' rosters' salary. Yeah. So it's it's just a matter of like him betting on himself, and he made the right bet, and he won. So. Yeah, yeah. Between like you know the whole dog and pony show, he got himself two more years and at least a hundred and forty more million, a hundred and forty million more dollars. Yeah, so he's now, I believe, the highest paid annually non-pitcher in the MLB and has the third highest contract in the MLB overall, um, overall value. Some of that some of that um, rant that you were on sounds like something that maybe you have said before in your own household. You were just like ready to, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> ready I, to I, spout off. Judge is just the guy that like, I, I got to see him play live once and it was just the, the, the overall... I don't know what's bigger, his actual size compared to the normal human size or like his contract size. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's what happens though when you when you bet on yourself. Oh, we've got some comments going on. We've got some really can you read those from I cannot read these comments from here right now. Yes. So you want me I have to, to actually open up our YouTube. <laughs> so it says, uh, Turner to the Phillies is my favorite move so far. Philly got a super fun roster. Brom and Turner might be my favorite left infield next season. Ooh. Okay. Wife is also a Yankees fan because of her father. It's tough. I feel the struggle. Just let them know, you know, every year they don't win the World Series, which I don't remember the last time they actually did. So uh, (laughs) just let them know that they spend all that money for nothing again. uh, (laughs) And you guys are killing me with the puns. Killing you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for doing that. Great pun Thank you with the assist. Um, All right. Who am I... Who am I making fun of? No, I'm just kidding. No, all these are great. Thank you, guys. This is kind of lit in here. I'm not going to lie. I think it's because we put Aaron Judge in the the title. (laughs) We're getting that good SEO. Yeah, That good SEO going on. Um, We are going to talk about some other baseball headlines that are not Aaron Judge. But first, I think we have some uh, ad reads to do. We got to talk about, first of all, being a diehard at DNVR. Listen up, fam. We've got watch parties pretty much every day of the week at the DNVR bar at the corner of Colfax and York. Check that events page on thednvr.com. And listen, if you're not a diehard already, you are missing out on price breaks on the Nuggets party buses, on Broncos tailgates. We got a good tailgate coming this week, right? I hope so, yeah. It's it's uh, unfortunate the downturn of the team, mm-hmm. but I think still... I the. Honestly, in my opinion, tailgate should be more lit when the team sucks because mm-hmm. you go there, you get your ticket for you get your all in ticket at the diehard discount, and then you get more drunk before the game. Yes, that's what I plan on doing. My birthday's Monday. I'm taking the day off. Yes, Sunday I'm gonna be a wreck. Uh, so come see me be a wreck at the tailgate. True or false? This week at the tailgate, there will be sexy pizza. True. True or false? I will do a sexy pizza luge true do you know what that is uh well yes i know what a luge is is it just where you like take the pizza so fold it in half here's and- yeah yo, you're smart you're smart yeah here's what i'm thinking i'm gonna take a slice i'm gonna fold it in half and then someone's gonna pour a breck brew down the pizza if into my, down my gullet we, you want to do it together <laughs> yes Let's, we're doing it we're doing it 
sexy Wait, pizza. Wait, Kayla's like full actually luge. dry heaving over there. I've seen some luges from some worse places, so a piece of pizza isn't that bad. So that's the challenge. That's the DNVR challenge this week. The sexy pizza luge. And that is free with your tailgate ticket. <laughs> free entertainment, too. Free entertainment. I'll put that in the description of the event. I love it. All right. Listen, also, more diehard memberships aside from questionable luges. That annual membership comes with a free t-shirt from dnvrlocker.com. You are getting extra raffle tickets at all the watch parties. You're going to win free gear on top of the gear you're already getting for free. And you get all access to our members Sorry, diehards only Discord. We've got a community for everything you are interested in. And if you're not a diehard already, don't fret. It is 50 cents for your first month at thednvr.com. If you love DNVR, chances are you love Breck Brew and it's Christmas ale season. You got to check out the Christmas ale because the chill of winter calls for a beer with extra flavor and strength. The abundance of carefully roasted malts create notes of caramel and chocolate, while Chinook and Mount Hood hops contribute to a spicy quality for balance and clean finish. The Christmas Ale. Who wrote this? This is beautiful. It's a great, it's a great description. <laughs> I will say that I will say that I have not not tried the Christmas Ale up in the office that we have. Not during working hours, though. Never, never. I would never incriminate myself like that. Of course not. But it's like quality control. You know, you want to make sure the beer is good if you're going to talk about it. If we're talking about it, we need to know that this is accurate. Exactly. this is accurate. We don't don't sell false promises here. (laughs) We would never. We're a little too honest. We're on the Rockies podcast. (laughs) We we cannot sell a false promise. Um, Oh, before, before we move on. We got to talk about the Breck Brew Nice List Sweepstakes. It's a huge holiday giveaway. You got to check it out. The link is in the show description. And as always, Breck is made with 100% renewable energy. All right, DraftKings. I know you're going to come at us with a pick of the week. I am. So DraftKings pick of the week for this podcast is going to be I'm going to go somewhere that I should never go um, with the current state (laughs) of our football team in this state. But... Uh, Broncos at home, nine and a half point underdogs. As I last checked on the DraftKings Sportsbook this morning, uh, take them, take them against the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a game that the Broncos haven't beat the Chiefs since like, I don't know, Nolan Arnato was a Rocky. I'm pretty sure it's been <laughs> almost that long, maybe longer. Well, that was, and, wasn't really that long ago, but it, a lot has happened since then. <laughs> exactly. And so I, I feel like the Broncos will keep the game close. No matter who they play, they're close. They still lose every game. But you're getting nine and a half <laughs> points. So in a nice like 24 to 15, mm-hmm. easy win. So take the Broncos plus nine and a half points this weekend at home. They may even, if I'm if I'm wrong, I get none of the credit. If I'm right, I get all the credit. But they may even beat the Chiefs this weekend. That would be fun. It makes no sense. And that's why it makes all the sense. That's how, that's how it works. Exactly. That is how football works as far as I know. But I'm on a Rockies podcast, so... But listen, DraftKings also good for NBA betting. We know that NBA season is heating up, and I'm looking to get in on the action. I bet with DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win and get a $150 
get $150 in free bets if they do. So check it out right now. Everyone can earn up to 100 per, a 100% boost with the DraftKings stepped up same gate parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and so much more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So download the app now, sign up with code DNVR, place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get a $150, get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show note for details. Whew. There we go. All right. Other teams that have done some stuff too. I feel like no one is doing more stuff than the Phillies right now. They are going after it. You hate it. I hate it. I do hate it. <laughs> I I told Susie before the show I would come. I was thinking about coming on here and hating on the Phillies, and then realizing that they were the other half of the. World Series just about a month and a half, two months ago, I, I would look even dumber than I already do. So I decided to leave those comments uh, to myself. But they, I, I think they're in, the, in that mode where they they tried, overly tried to get to the point where they got last year for like mm-hmm. three straight years. And now that they're there, they're going to strike while the stove is hot. Well said. Well said. Yeah, this is kind of the time where it's like, yeah, they've been building, they've been spending, and now they're, I feel like, even more of an attractive destination for the best dudes out there because they actually had this incredible run to the World Series. Yep. So lucky for the Phillies. Uh, but it's been reported. So Tom, um, Todd Zalecki of MLB.com has reported that right-hander Taiwan Walker signed a four-year, $72 million contract pending physical. So he would slot behind Wheeler, Nola, and Suarez in that rotation. There's also reports that Phillies are working out a deal with reliever Matt Strom. Uh, two-year, $15 million. And this, of course, comes on the heels of the Phillies making a deal, an 11-year, $300 million deal with Trey Turner. So the Phillies are doing probably more than anyone so far at winter meetings. Yeah, they're, they're going after it. They're, they were two wins away, one win away mm-hmm. from uh, a championship this year. And Trey Turner only adds to that. Taiwan Walker had a great bounce-back year. I feel like he was kind of... In, I mean, when you're a Diamondback, you're kind of just in that lull of that anyways. But yeah. like, and then he he was a Mariner, correct? I think so. Yeah. And then he, and now, now a Philly, four years. Yes. And that starting four right there is pretty solid. And Trey Turner's just, I the thing yes. I love about the MLB that's so different than other sports, it's like, hey, you get an 11 year deal. Yeah. That's like, I'll be 40 yeah. by the time he's done being a mm-hmm. Philly. If he if he doesn't get traded, but it's the deals are so in in the like there's a certain amount of money that you'll pay per year for a player, but you're just like all right, well instead of a five year deal, which we see in most other sports, six year deals long, it's mm-hmm. like hey, let's just double that. Yeah, we'll give you a little <laughs> less per year, but when you look at the overall amount that that is, you're like hey, I'll sign that deal. Yeah, it's crazy too because like yeah, this eleven year deal for Trey Turner, there's still like another ten years on Bryce Harper's contract. <laughs> He's already been around for a few years. Yeah. He, Bryce Harper feels like he's still 23 to me. Yeah. It's crazy. And he's been in the MLB for probably seven years, I would guess. Yeah. Seven to eight years. It's it, <laughs> it's nuts. Baseball players' life uh, life expectancy, career life expectancy is insane. A, 
I just like even like any job. I'm like no other job you sign a 10 year contract. No. No other job. No. Yeah. I can't make that kind of commitment. Retirement <laughs> is the only job you can hope for a 10 year contract and that's and that's if you make it alive throughout the 10 years after you retire. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Brutal. Um, a former Philly heading to the Orioles. The uh, O's announced on Monday they've agreed to terms with right-hander Kyle Gibson for a year. Kyle Gibson. Yeah, I'm. I Kyle Gibson's kind of like a middle rotation guy, but I think he had he had a few years where it was like, whoa, this guy. He he's like a a perfect three to me. Like a perfect guy that you can trust in a in a you know they're obviously thinking playoff series here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a guy that you can trust in a game three, maybe first game at home if you're if you're the road team starting mm-hmm. a series that like you you know what you're gonna get from him. Mm-hmm. He's not like a he's not a wild card as as some of these pitchers. It's like well like and maybe this is just me watching the Rockies too much, but I'm like hey <laughs> this guy just pitched seven innings and no hit ball. Maybe he's uh, good, and then the next game he gives up seven runs in two innings. So. Um, yeah, Kyle Gibson's a eh move, but just adding adding more to the, uh, you know, like the Orioles are that team that surprised everybody this they year. They were such a surprise. And those are those teams are fun. Mm-hmm. Th- and you get those in the MLB almost every single year where a team that was literally trying to lose two years ago. Yeah. And they lose their big, you know, their big hometown guys, which I hate. But then I love when they follow that up with like, hey – we hit on these prospects. We hit on these guys. Now our team is good again, mm-hmm. and so it makes it makes the organization look semi competent. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, they've had some. Good, they've got some some good guys coming up for sure. Um, oh, the Red Sox signed a thirty-two million dollar contract with Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen, formerly of the Braves, formerly of the. Dodgers. I can't stand Kenley Jansen. <laughs> Anybody that was a former Dodger, I'm just so out on. But so out on. He also seems like he should be pretty close to the end of his career. Um, but he was so dominant for so long with the Dodgers I that know. like that kind of like sticks in your head. It's like, hey, can we get this guy to get back to that level? Yeah. But he might be on the wrong end of that hill. But now he's with the Red Sox. Now he's Trevor Story's coworker. Remember, remember Trevor's story? Yeah, I remember, remember when he was just so bad at the beginning of the year that it was like, I like Trevor's story. I'm mm-hmm. just salty that he left. We're um, all salty. But he, when he was so bad, I was like, yes, <laughs> dude, sorry. Like, you you went and got the money, and now you stink. And, and then he ended up, like, tearing it. Like, he had the best either June or July of any player. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, I'm going to go back into my hole. I'm going to. Homer Simpson meme back into the bush and oh my god, and not talk about cut Trevor's story ever again. Um, oh, I like Logan F bringing it back to the Phillies. Like, yeah, this is this is a lineup right here: JT Realmuto, Reese Hoskins, Bryson Stott, Trey Turner, Alec Bohm, Kyle Schwarber, Brandon Marsh, Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos. That's yeah. scary. That's yeah, that's scary. That's a lot. <clears throat> that is a lot for you. Know, you got power. You got speed in there. With now, like adding Turner, I think that's one of like I don't think it's underrated anymore. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he can hit for power and just like steals like twenty to thirty bases a year, mm-hmm. he's just an overall like and plays a great shortstop. Like it's just yeah. he's he is a top ten player in the MLB right now and moving forward. I think that's why like that was such a huge get for them. You know what? This is such a huge loss for the Dodgers too because the Phillies and the Dodgers like they're gonna be competition for one another in the postseason next year and for the Dodgers to lose Trey Turner to their competition that's 
That's not good for them. Yeah, it's, a, Great it's for the Phillies, addition <laughs> by subtraction from the Phillies. They're not only getting that level of player, but they're taking them away from arguably the best all-around roster or one of the best all-around rosters in the NL. Things are going to be interesting. <laughs> Love to see the Dodgers put it getting put through a struggle. Um, hot stove season has been pretty lit. Do you know... Does Kale know? Do you guys know the origin of the term hot stove? I actually thought about what that meant today, and I was like, hmm, I wonder. And then I checked the show notes, and I was like, oh, look, see, yeah, he's got us. we're on it. Yeah, because Kale asked me the other day. He was like, why, why do we call it that? And I was like, oh, like, actually, I need to look this up because I don't know if I actually know the origin story. So in the early days of baseball, hot stove season referred to an actual baseball season. There were hot stove leagues where MLB players would stay in shape by playing baseball in their hometown. And of course, since it was winter, they were staying warm with actual hot stoves. So, of course, we don't really it's have quite that. Quite literal hot stove. It was like about a literal hot stove. So now it just refers to the season of life where all these trades are happening. It's fun because you kind of forget about. I mean, you don't because you have to talk about it every single day. But <laughs> it, as a general fan, you kind of forget about baseball because there's, you know, football season kind of takes over, but you're also middle of basketball and mm -hmm. hockey season. And every so, other sport is on. Yeah, exactly. And so, and that's where baseball has its its little blip this time of the year. And then mm -hmm. the summer they own, you know, yeah. they own the summer. So it is cool, like, to see and, and just that hope. We're in the season of hope, you mm -hmm. know, leading up to spring training is always the season of hope as a Rockies fan. And seeing all these players, like they're baseball's fun because there's so much movement. Yeah, I think that makes it more fun because you you see all these players in different jerseys, and then you if you don't pay close enough attention, you'll like watch a game. And I go to a ton of Rockies games as many as I can, and I'll be like, oh, that guy plays for them now. Yeah, and it, it's just <laughs> like it's surprising how many players are constantly moving around. And guys like, and then you got guys like Clayton Kershaw who just keeps going back to the Dodgers, mm -hmm. keeps going yeah. back, keeps going back. <laughs> Listen, that's baseball, as we say. Well, speaking of guys on the move, we do have um, a great segment recorded by the guys out in San Diego. And they talk about Bellinger leaving the market. Um, Kayla, are you ready to roll that? All right, let's listen. Jesse Friedman here with PHNX from our winter meetings headquarters here in San Diego, here with Patrick Lyons from DNBR, Ryan Herrera from CHGO. We're here to talk about some Colorado Rockies. Cody Bellinger, uh, Patrick, is now officially off the board, no longer an option. It sounds like, based on what you've told me, that Brandon Nimmo, potentially a little bit outside the price range for the Colorado Rockies, but it sounds like they still need uh, a left-handed hitting outfielder, potentially. Yeah. And... Uh, they uh they still need to figure this out, right? Yeah, they they got to get those upgrades. You know, Nimmo has been a guy they've been attached to for a while, really since the end of last season. It it made, you know, half of it I think had to do with the fact you know he's from Wyoming. So you're like, oh hey, it's a guy from the region. Uh, not a lot of ball players, you know, come out of Colorado. <laughs> uh, I believe there's there's seven Colorado-born players who have ever suited up for the Rockies, all pitchers. Like it that's well, there that's, you go. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of you know not a coincidence there. So. Well, that wouldn't no, that wouldn't make any sense because, like, I would think like Colorado players yeah. would be like, "Oh, Coors Field, yeah, I'm gonna hit 100 home runs every year. I would love to play there." That I would I would think that'd be sure. flipped. Yeah, with amateur scouting, how it usually works is if you play in a warm weather place, you're playing baseball year round, so you're True. hitting, 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 hitting. You're probably pitching maybe more than you should, and you're gonna have Tommy John surgery. But if you're a pitcher <laughs> from the Northeast 
or from Colorado, you're actually not getting that wear and tear. You're probably indoors in the winter, maybe playing a little bit of basketball Fair enough. and being a better athlete and, and more well-rounded in general. So Nimmo made sense for that reason, but it does seem like, I'm not going to say maybe he's out of price, out of their price range per se, just so much that the, the investment that you would have to make, you know, you can deal with it in uh, year one, year two, probably year three. But when you're really going to start to contend in, uh, as far as the hopes are concerned, maybe at the tail end of 25, 26, 27, 28, now you've got two guys in their mid thirties, yeah, Chris Bryant and Brandon Nimmo, you're paying them what would probably be a combined $50 million. And you've got this young core of players, some of which, you know, are going to be in arbitration. They're going to be making more money. Now you need to fill those holes. Mm -hmm. you, you, you don't necessarily know what your holes are going to be in the future. You can look and say, there's a lot of good young prospects that can play the outfield. Don't paint yourself into that corner just yet. So you don't, you don't need Nimmo. You need Nimmo now, but you're probably not going to need him in the future. So don't sign him now when you are far away from contention with Bellinger. Mm. He just, I don't think it made sense for him. It made great sense for the Rockies. I think he made sense for everyone. I don't know a single team, you know, that a, a reporter or uh, someone in the front office was like, no, 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 we, we're not interested in that, that young man. Like he makes sense, but I don't think he, he made any sense uh, for, for Bellinger and the agency to, to come to Colorado with all the questions that players get when they, they're playing at Coors Field, you know, with, with the splits uh, that are involved in that yeah. and, and not being traded at the deadline. It's the Rockies. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if they're aware. I don't know if there's a memo that goes out to all 20, you know, that goes out to 29 teams and mm -hmm. the Rockies are the only one that doesn't get it. Saying, <laughs> Remember, you can trade players uh, either to get better or to make your future better. Yep. Uh, they don't do that. And so if you don't trade them at the deadline, you, uh, you're going to get that qualifying offer. It's going to screw things up in negotiations for your client. Do you feel that? So like, like Brandon Nimmo would, would probably, I mean, he's probably going to get more than a hundred million dollars. Oh, yeah. And, um, you told me not long ago that apparently the Colorado Rockies spent how much money last offseason for four four hundred yeah. million dollars between extensions the and the Chris Bryant deal and all of the different things they did. Do you think the Rockies in general, as far as addressing this need of an outfielder, um, you know, who bats left hand situation where they're not likely to spend a whole lot of money, just given how big some of the financial commitments have been for them recently? Yeah, it, it's not going to be big. Like they, they don't want anything long term. I mean, the only guys that can you know definitively play center field, I think, in this market now that Bellinger's off the board, Aaron Judge. You know, I mean, he did it for the Yankees. Yeah. I don't know if you're <laughs> necessarily convinced that he's a true center fielder, right? Yeah, um, not the most budget friendly option. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not even getting to his contract. Just the fact that he plays center. You're right. He, uh, not not budget conscious in that way. And Nimmo. I mean, really, that's that's going to be it. Kevin Kiermaier. You can sign to a, a shorter term deal, two years. Sure. Maybe you need to go even a third, right? Because if you're Colorado, um, and that's fine. But they, besides, you know, uh, outlaying that $400 million, they, they can move their payroll up a little bit. And there's a case by case basis to do that uh, as far as they say. I just don't know that there's a case right now to go, hey, we should be pushing, you know, all in and, and really expanding uh, the, the top of that payroll, what we're comfortable. If you're winning and if, if you have a contender, you're going to go and do that. That's why, you know, I don't know if the Cubs, there's some rumors that they might, you know, go after two of the big shortstops or, mm -hmm. or sign something, you know, a lot more substantial after acquiring Cody Bellinger, you know, because they, they don't seem to be a contender just yet. You can do that next off season. So I think the Rockies might just want to push that payroll up, payroll up just a tiny bit to try to, you know, improve and, and get more left-handed at the plate. The one thing I'll, I'll push back on that is like when there are the good players that are there, um, you can't, you, cause you can't count on 
future players. The, the Shohei Otani is, 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 is one, just one name. You can't count on him to be a free agent next year. He could easily sign an extension with the Angels. He could easily be traded and sign an extension with whoever he he, uh, he 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 gets traded to. Right? He signs an extension. He's not a, a free agent in twenty twenty four. Then you're kind of you're, you're shit out of luck. So when I when I look at it, it's get the good players while they're there and they're available and they want to go to your team. Obviously, like they have to want to go to your team, right? But get those good players while they're available because you don't know who's going to be available. You don't really know who's going to be available next time. Yeah, that's the one way I'll push back on that is yeah. get the good players mm-hmm. while you can. I think I think that was some of the the impetus for the uh, Chris Bryant deal. Yes. Was like we we need almost like at least a little placeholder. You know, he fits in a good spot. Bill Schmidt and uh, talking with him over the last uh, two days here at the winter meetings, you know, did say that was one of the reasons why they liked Chris Bryant was because he's a little bit flexible. He doesn't paint them in any kind of corner. If you do need to move him to third base, uh, if, if something happens, you can do that. Obviously, you can play first base. I mean who are we kidding? He's not going to be playing shortstop. He maybe he can play a little center field as well. Like he's versatile. So he, he allows you to do a lot of different things. Whereas if you, you know, you're locking up too many outfielders, you, then you just don't have room. So, you know, you're right in saying if you can get those guys, bring them in, but you're adding a lot of payroll to the 2026, 20, 27, 28 roster. And, and you don't know what the situation is going to be like uh, at that point. So the Rockies are just, they're kind of so far, far away. And, and again, with the $400 million that they spent, they are paying you know good money to Ryan McMahon and Freeland and Marquez. So it's not like you know they've got the excessive payroll. Like if the Oakland Athletics decided today that they wanted the top three free agents, they could afford them and have like a $100 million payroll. And you're like, wow, that this is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. But they don't do that that yeah. way, right? Because they've, they've got a, a top of the bar that they got to worry about payroll-wise and spending. So it's not, it's not Nimmo, it sounds like. And no. it's obviously not Bellinger. So, what direction do you see the Rockies going here? Are they trading for Brian Reynolds? Are we still are we still doing? Yeah, that? we, we still, still, still talking about, about Brian Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm it was kidding. brought up. It was brought up to Schmidt, and you know, didn't didn't definitively say no. Just, just gave that scrunched up nose, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Because again, you gotta you gotta make some trades, uh, or rather, you gotta you gotta part with some prospects to make a trade like that. And again, it's kind of about the future right now, which is frustrating to hear. But it's also a plan, and it's a plan I think that fans can get behind um, because the Rockies haven't really had a plan in the last couple of years. And, yeah, it's a more of a you got to wait for that thing, but at, at least if they don't paint themselves into a mm-hmm. corner with a long-term deal like a Brandon Nimmo, you feel maybe a little bit better uh, in a situation like that. Trader, trader free agency? Do you have, like, a, an inkling one way or the other yeah, how they I might think, go? Yeah, getting, getting back to your question, I, I don't, you know, if they can make a crafty deal, so be it. I don't know. Do they go one for one, Brendan Rodgers for Brian Reynolds? But again, I, I don't. I don't know that moves the needle enough for both of them because they're they're both really treading water in a lot of ways. Yeah. The 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 free agent market now, even even with Bellinger gone, you know, guys uh, uh, apparently are, are are asking a, a lot as they should. It's still early, right? Judge is still uh, on the board at the time of this recording on Tuesday night. So I think the hope is. Over time, you know, when there's there's less and less seats and options and, and money is going elsewhere, that those those prices will come down a little bit and, and kind of be in the sweet spot. I thought Rockies did a great job when we came back from the lockout in adding three players. They weren't great. They they weren't going to be all stars, but you you only spent a little bit. I think you, you spent probably combined, you know, less than fifteen million dollars. It was a little over 10, 10 to fifteen to get Chad Cool to be a starting pitcher. You got a lot of good innings out of him yeah. first three months. Alex Colomay, he looked really good as a setup man for the first three months. And Jose Iglesias, who looked good all season, but 
uh, you didn't get as much production out of him late. And you go, those are the kind of signings that the Rockies need to do when they don't necessarily have a great game plan. And they are kind of treading water and they need to uh, really look to the future to be good. I think they're kind of hoping that what happened last offseason will happen to them again. And just, hey, you can you can get a guaranteed money in a starting role to come with us or you can take your chances and play in AAA for the Oklahoma City Dodgers and win a World <laughs> Series ring. Invariably, when somebody gets hurt and you get called up, which you know some guys you know do like to do something like that. Still got about forty-eight hours left here in the winter meetings from San Diego, so uh, we'll have to see if the Colorado Rockies decide to pull anything off here uh, in the next 24, 48 hours. Uh, so yeah, be sure to keep it locked uh, here to us at All City. Uh, we've got a few more videos in the works for all of you, uh, so keep it right here. I love that. I love what they're doing out there. I'm a little jealous that they're in the warmth because it was like 30 degrees when I bought my iced coffee this morning. So, so you're still an iced coffee year round person? Um, So people who drink iced coffee when it's cold out need you to know that they're drinking iced coffee. Okay. They need to know. They need to share it. That makes sense. Kale knows what's up. Shake, shake. Yes. <laughs> Are you not an iced coffee? No, I, I saw you drinking an energy drink. You were drinking a monster earlier. I, I'm very iced coffee, but I like if I'm legitimately cold and I know it's going to be cold outside and I'm like walking to get my coffee or walking into work, like I do like to have a warm coffee. Mm -hmm. Except my problem is, is that I, I have a very sense, <laughs> I have a very sensitive mouth. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so like when I, like when I get hot coffee, like I can't drink that for a good 15 minutes Yeah, every time. Like people will just like go straight, you know, raw and just drink that hot <laughs> coffee right in, the, in their mouth. And I no. can't, I can't do that. No. So that's what does turn me off a little bit of the hot coffee. But I, I do like like a good peppermint mocha mm -hmm. when it's, when it's cold. It's, you know, it just like kind of warms you. Yeah. I don't know. I need, yeah, I, I, I don't like drinking things that are literally boiling. I need the instant gratification of the iced coffee that you can sip immediately. And speaking of instant gratification, you are going to get tickets whenever you want with the Game Time app. It is the hottest ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sporting events, concerts, shows. So if you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, like the 50-yard line, courtside, maybe behind home plate, maybe floor seats at the Taylor Swift concert, it is all possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you never thought you could buy. But listen, maybe wait a little longer to get Rockies tickets because you could save up to 60% when you wait close to first pitch with game time. So the bottom line is if you love DNVR, you're going to love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description of this podcast. Join more than 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all of your favorite events and hit that link in our description in our description to save it. All right. I think I heard a little beep that indicated that maybe Patrick has logged on. Is that true? Kale? Uh, yep, right here. And does he have good Wi-Fi? It's still loading. Mm -hmm. We had Wi-Fi issues yesterday. It was a big old mess, but nothing you can't edit in post. <laughs> yeah, Wi-Fi issues are not. I, I deal with those more often than I'd like to admit. Yeah. Well, like also Patrick is in a location with every baseball reporter and writer in the world. So that, apparently a, everyone's using the Wi-Fi. You think that's an interesting place to be? It, I think it's the most interesting place to be. I have like a little bit of FOMO because I'm like, oh, that person's there. Oh, I would love to be getting drinks with that person and that person. And 
Instead of, I mean, I'm getting drinks with people at the DNVR bar, which is still a huge win, but. <laughs> I was going to say Big L for, Big L, you had to have me on the show. No. Are we still loading? Still loading. Um, uh, did you happen to see any um, updates on Taylor Swift tickets on that Game Time app? <laughs> I have not. You know, I I'm not a big Swifty. I'm sorry to say. Is your wife a Swifty? Uh, yes. I think I like. I don't think she's a Swifty, but she no. Actually, yes, she is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like always the music that's playing in the bathroom in the shower. And oh, all that's that. so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, she's my emotional support artist. I like that. Yeah. You, can you get like a tag for that? Can you like <laughs> make it to where you can just are allowed to listen to her anywhere you want without? Oh my gosh, you know, that would be something. Like, like an emotional boombox. support animal, but they, they can't tell you no. Yeah. Patrick is walking. Patrick is walking where? I don't know. Hmm. Getting, getting his. Add him in. Let's get him steps in. steps in. Patrick, we got to talk to him. <laughs> this is amazing. Look at him. He's looking so good. <laughs> Patrick, how are you doing? Can you hear us okay? I can. I can barely hear you, but I can hear you. And uh, glad, glad to be somewhere. Glad to be anywhere. Thanks for having me on. Good. That was very, very existential of you. Uh, Patrick, how relieved are you that Aaron Judge is not heading to the NL West? I don't know that I'd necessarily say relieved because uh, it would be cool to, to see him <laughs> around uh, a lot more frequently than we currently do. But with the quote-unquote balanced schedule coming uh, here starting in 2023, we're going to see everyone all the time, uh, but obviously quite uh, not as much. Yeah, the, the offer of $400 million for Aaron Judge by the Padres is maybe also you know head-scratching uh, in addition to just kind of a surprise as to where they're going to uh, get that money from going forward. I, I guess they're almost anticipating Manny Machado to opt out after this season. Mm. They're also rebuffed Trey Turner. Uh, it's like $42 million more uh, that they offered him uh, over the Philadelphia Phillies. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what their next move is. Where, where do they pivot? Who else do they just throw an extra 50-some million dollars after? Yeah, I was surprised to hear that the Padres were like willing to spend all this money and they just can't get anyone. Do you think that the That's What's In song cursed them? Oh, they, they are not what's in, clearly. Yeah, that's <laughs> jinx of the old men and new balances is going to get you every time. I think we, we know that old baseball adage. You, you can't have too much starting pitching, and uh, you shouldn't have old guys singing uh, songs as if you are in story. That's that's going to ruin you every single time. Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting, too, that these players are leaving this extra money on the table. I know the California uh, tax rate uh, is a lot higher uh, mm -hmm. than other places, but still, one of the benefits of these kind of long-term deals is you are bringing up everybody else that's in uh, the Players Association. So uh, you're helping out your brethren in that capacity. So it does make you think, you know, San Diego might not be that chill place that everyone else thinks. You know, they're a small market team. Uh, Peter Seidler obviously is an owner that wants to win, is not afraid to spend money, but maybe teams and agents are looking saying, well, you're paying for that you know, player right now. What's going to happen in three, four, five years? The long-term uh, part of that deal could be bad, could get ugly. Do you want to get involved in that mess with Fernando Tatis Jr.? Could that be one of the reasons why the vibes aren't quite as chill in San Diego mm. uh, as they are when you're walking around here at the Manchester Grand Hyatt in the clubhouse? Might be a different vibe altogether. 
Yeah, no, San Diego's got some drama for sure. We got to circle back to Aaron Judge, speaking of drama, because this is the last day we are ever going to talk about him on this podcast. So this is your chance to say your piece before we never mention him again. Well, uh, that's good to know. In the future, going forward, uh, when we were talking about Aaron Judge, uh, we can just call him the Wildfire Magistrate, uh, a.k.a. Arson Judge. Because uh, that that would be my code, that would be my coded lingo there, uh, as far as that is concerned. Yeah, uh, look, we'll be talking about him. Uh, I will be talking about him, Susie. When you want to be talking about Taylor Swift, because the Yankees come to town when Taylor Swift comes to town. So I don't know that we can keep that promise. We will have to talk about him at some point. But you're right. Yeah, he's he moves on. Now, Agent Crop, you know, still a lot of guys out there. Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson, three of the four shortstops still available. Uh, are, is Correa going to get $300 million? Brandon Nimmo's market is now going to pick up. Uh, probably too rich for the Rockies' blood here at this point. But now that that six foot seven domino has fallen, we can kind of move <laughs> on and see where the rest of the chips are going to lie. Um, uh- I like it. Okay, so speaking of the chips, is there anyone who's come off the market that's made you say, ah, damn it, I wish the Rockies had them? Well, Iron Judge obviously would have been uh, atop that list. <laughs> you know, Cody Bunger yesterday to the Cubs uh, sort of has that, that vibe to it in general, but uh, we knew Aaron Judge was definitely not going to come here. We knew the, the mm-hmm. Rockies weren't even bothered to, to make an offer, uh, maybe kick the tires and just call and say, does, does he know the Rockies are a team? Oh, he does? Okay, well, you know what? That's that's enough for us. Uh, but Cody Bellinger, I never really thought that he was going to come here. He fit for the Rockies, but as we talked about on the show, the Rockies did not fit for him. So uh, I, I think the Rockies are going to kind of wait this market out just a little bit. I'm sure earlier in the show you talked about a little trade that they made. doesn't really impact the big league roster uh, in that Chad Smith for Jeff Criswell deal uh, with the Oakland Athletics. They do free up one spot on the 40-man roster. Mm-hmm. So they now have 38 guys on the 40-man, 40, 40 uh, which does mean they could draft one, they could draft two in the Rule 5 draft later today at 2.30 Pacific Standard Time through 30 uh, Mountain. So they don't typically do that, but that could uh, allow them to supplement the bullpen just a little bit. I don't think you're going to find a bat that's going to uh, fit on this roster right now. It would more than likely have to be a pitcher. Or you could draft a player and then trade him to another team that's further back in the Rule 5 draft and maybe uh, get bring in another prospect and whatnot. So uh, it's going to be a little, it's going to be some smaller deals right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anything does happen, it, it, it'll have to be sort of that Chris Bryant type uh, situation we had in March where out of nowhere, here we go, we got this thing because it doesn't seem like there's going to be anything really big on the radar. Very interesting. All right, so there is one thing on the radar. The Rockies did a move. We have the Chad Smith, Jeff Criswell trade. Is this a win? Is this a loss? Is this a draw? Where did the, did the Rockies make out well with this move? Yeah, no, I, th- I think it is. I think it actually is, is very much a win. Uh, you know, Chad Smith was, was going to contribute towards the back end, uh, you know, kind of battling for a spot with, with some other young guys. Uh, and I say battling, assuming that they are going to get at least two more veteran pitchers. You have to have at least two more veteran guys. We did get good news in the last couple of days that Lucas Gilbert will be ready for opening day. That's huge. Tyler Kinley, of course, not ready for opening day, but he'll come around mid-season. So that will be a nice bonus, but you still need to prepare uh, for for uh, the situation in the bullpen, some veteran guys since 
you know, really the, the only players uh, that have more than two years of club control, um, or rather two years of big league experience for the Rockies are Daniel Bard, Denelson Lament, and Brent Suter. Those are the only guys. Everyone else is two years or less. So you need to bring in some veteran guys. You clear up some spot on the 40-man in the Chad Smith deal. And Jeff Criswell is an interesting player. I played at University of Michigan with uh, Kaufman, was a uh, reliever in college, actually played baseball with Bill Schmidt's son, Matthew Schmidt, hmm. uh, while there. And so, you know, has a nice pedigree, was a second-round pick with the Oakland Athletics fastball slider combo. Started last year, did make a triple-A debut. So we'll wait and see what, what his uh, future as a big leaguer is going to look like. But uh, at worst, he could be a nice depth piece as a triple-A starter. And he doesn't need to be on the 40-man. You don't need to put him on until next year. So uh, I think that was uh, it's a definite win for the Rockies. Good, good pickup for the A's, of course, in, in Chad Smith. But uh, I, I like this move for the Rockies, especially for what it could allow them to do going forward. Ooh, a Michigan guy, though. Ryan Feltner's not going to like that. As we know, he's a big The Ohio State dude. Spencer, also, how rude of me. Did you have any questions, or did you want to say hi to your coworker, Patrick, that you miss so much? Patrick, what's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> you doing, Spence? Hey, I did, have, I did have a question, though. So going back to the whole judge thing, and, the, you know, clearly San Francisco and San Diego want to spend money right now and are willing to. Do you think players, especially outfielders or guys that tend to hit for a lot of power, do you think that playing in a, in a ballpark like in San Francisco, San Diego, knocks their level of interest down in their own, you know, you don't want to call players selfish, but when you go from hitting 60 plus home runs to, you know, a great, a great season in San Diego would probably be 35 to 40. Like, does that knock down their level of interest in places like that? Whereas a pitcher maybe ups their level where they can pitch and, and have better numbers personally. I think for some players, if you're more a uh, bottom of the market guy where you know you're going to have a shorter term deal, one, two, three years, and then you're going to go back out on the market again, you want to probably have a good fit for yourself to, to potentially set yourself up for that next contract. But if you're a player like Aaron Judd or, or even Brandon Nimmo, you know, you, you get to play this kid's game, right, and, and get paid really well for it uh, and do well. And if you're compensated with, it, with a guaranteed deal, your statistics at the end of the day aren't going to put food on the table. So look, if you've got the money, I'm, I'm coming there. Like that's kind of the bottom line. I think there could be an element to that for, for some players. Um, going back to the Nolan Arenado situation, he was a guy that you know, had the guaranteed deal in Colorado, but for him, it wasn't just about the money. He wanted to win that championship. He was thinking about his legacy uh, and, and becoming a Hall of Fame player. So I think that could possibly be a factor. You know, if Aaron Judge you know, fancies himself as a future Hall of Fame guy, he's got a very long way to go. Um, but if he's going to get there, I think you're right. That's a good point that, you know, going to a place like San Francisco, though it is home for him, uh, that could tamp down his numbers just a little bit. Might feel that he has a better chance to win, a, to win another World Series or win his first World Series uh, with the New York Yankees than with San Francisco. So I think that does factor in, but, but maybe you know, not quite as much as, as we think, because the bottom line is that money talks, right? Money talks. Money talks. Patrick, anything else that um, anyone else that you've talked to, anything else you've heard that we need to know about? What's the gossip over there at winter meetings? Oh, the gossip is, uh, is, is strong here. Uh, we'll be spilling plenty of tea at the DNVR.com and in various articles over the last uh, the next couple of weeks. Uh, got to catch up with some of the World Baseball Classic coaches talking about Rockies players. You may have even seen Jonathan Daza is on that preliminary list of uh, mm -hmm. 50 players who could actually participate for Team Venezuela. So that was uh, a new little piece of information uh, that we could see. So it was cool uh, talking with Mark DeRosa, a manager, 
of Team USA. Tony Regan's the general manager. A little bit about Kyle Freeland and, uh, and the importance of the chemistry that you have to build very quickly. And of course, Freeland already has that chemistry with third baseman Nolan Arenado and second mm -hmm. baseman USA, Trevor Story. So uh, all that stuff's coming out. The managers, we just got done uh, with the breakfast with those guys. And uh, they're, they're going to go have a meeting about the new rules and get into the specifics of pitch clocks. We got into a whole conversation about what happens if pitch comm isn't working. Do you get a timeout? Uh, hmm. you know, does, does the umpire you know, have to bring a charger out with him uh, in his ball bag, a, <laughs> a little watch battery case, you know, so he could swap it out so we can get the game going? Uh, a lot of interesting wrinkles that are coming up. It's going to be a bit of a challenge uh, for everybody, but uh, it should be fun to see baseball in 2023 again. All right, Patrick, I love it. Thank you so much for keeping us updated on everything happening out there in San Diego. We'll let you get back to it. Keep us posted. Thank you, guys. Have fun. Thanks, thanks. Bye, Patrick. Right. Good stuff. Good stuff from Patrick. Yeah, I do think uh, talking more about the... I, I love when uh, professional sports leagues change rules. Yeah. Uh, it definitely changes things. Like in the NFL, like adding an extra game is going to change every record for forever. So it adds interesting wrinkles, and sometimes it's way deeper than you think on the surface. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we get one more regular season NFL game. Awesome. But baseball, some of these rule changes are going to be... I'm not the old, like, oh, make baseball as long as possible. I, I do think it's a little whiny of people to be like, let's speed up every game. Let's make it faster. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to go. Yeah. You know, if you like baseball, <laughs> like, it's about the experience of going to the game. Yeah. And, you you know, when you go to a 640 pitch here in Denver, you expect to be done by 945, 10 o'clock. But that's not like, I'm not like, hey, I, I don't go to a sporting event with the idea of going to something afterwards and having to be on time for it. Yeah. So I think that gets a little tired, but I am excited to see like a spice up in baseball in general. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the sports that needs it maybe the most. Yeah, that's in just a term of, hey, let's change some rules. Let's change some things that, you know, make this game different than it mm -hmm. has been. Yeah, I mean, you know, baseball's been around for a long time and just because, you know, it was played a certain way at one time doesn't mean we need to do all of those things because we have new technology. We know more. We've been watching baseball for, you know, 500 years, pretty much. Rough estimate. <laughs> but yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with mixing things up a little bit. Um, we got we got a big week coming. I mean, we've got, what do we have going on? We've got a sold out party bus. Nuggets party bus this Saturday. Sold yeah, Sold out. Do we have any more of those coming up? Yeah, we have one in January and February for the Nuggets. So Nice. Better buy those now. Um, we've got more hot stove news. Do you have anything else that you need to share your piece on, Spencer? No, I, I am looking forward to the Phillies being good again and hearing Susie run through the office and talk about it. Thank you. I feel like there's a little sarcasm to that, but I appreciate it. No, that was all honest. I will pretend it's genuine. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, happy birthday to our leader, Brandon Spano. Big 4 0, man. The big 4 0. It's his birthday. He might have to get, he might, he might be using the elevator a little more now than, oh go, than going up the stairs. 40's a that's a that's a jaunt you know what he seems very youthful and energetic today though so yeah I don't a, think you're even gonna notice age is just a number just a number he's still a kid at heart be a happy birthday our fellow Sag yeah Let's just go. December is just that spot it's just that sweet spot it is it's that like the spring break kids you know oh my gosh yes if spring break were a person it would be a Sagittarius exactly exactly we will be back tomorrow I'll be back 
Spencer won't be back. You have, you have an actual job here that you do. <laughs> you actually Sometimes. do a lot of work. As long as, you, as long as everybody thinks that I'm doing a lot of work, then that's good. Oh, my gosh. Uh, tell everyone where we can follow you on social media. Uh, so follow me on Twitter at Big Drive Spence. Um, also on Instagram at Big Drive Spence as well. Uh, you guys put out some really funny videos. Yeah, if you want to follow... Truly unhinged content. Right. <laughs> our, our golf account uh, on TikTok is at Big Drive Energy, and uh, Instagram is at Big Drive Energy Pod. You want to follow those. Those are... Uh, we are unhinged. We are mm-hmm. relatively the most unhinged people here at this company um, because we don't really have any rules. And that is saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, no one's ever said like, hey, you need to not say this or say this. We kind of just like ask for forgiveness rather than permission. So you'll find some unhinged stuff on there. I love it. You guys always keep me guessing. <laughs> it's yeah, fantastic. It's, it can get a little over the top, but um, that's how we live. I love it. Uh, Follow along, too, with all of the latest hot stove news. We've got updates at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. You can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. I'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. We'll get some more updates from Patrick and the guys out at winter meetings. So we're going to we're going to call it here. Um, And you know what they say about ending shows? What do they say? I don't know how to do it. And I've committed to this really weird sign off. So we will just talk to you again tomorrow.